0: Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on, while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast, as always, I am so grateful, thankful, and appreciative to have each and every one of you guys here. And oh my gosh, what a journey we have been on! I, if you did not hear last week's episode, I did kind of give a little precursor into what I was going to be chatting about this week. And then with me recording right now, I was going back through my previous episodes because today I'm going to talk a little bit about, which you probably saw in the title, but a little bit about. diving a little bit further into like my personal health fitness wellness journey if you will but on a deeper level um and I was scrolling back so I was like oh gosh you know I've talked about this before and you guys I looked I talked about this in 2019 it was literally my sixth episode. So I will attach that episode into the show notes because I, I did dive in that one as well, but I have not listened to it, but I do know that compared to where I'm at now, I'm assuming it was, um, I mean, it was a bit more surface level. I was looking through the, um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, The description of that episode. And in 2019, I was definitely going into transitions. I had just had our miscarriage, um, all of those things. But uh, today I want to just dive into a bit more um, talking a little bit overlapping of things that I mentioned in that episode, but uh, maybe more from like an emotional perspective, if that makes sense. It's taken me a really long time to connect my health and fitness journey to an emotional journey. If you guys have been around for a long time, you know, I always talk about how um, health and fitness was always defined by like my physical well-being. I never really attached health to my mental, emotional, spiritual, like that was never part of it. And I'm currently on that journey. And you guys know this podcast is all about being on a journey, um, as opposed to reflecting from point B. So I'm in the middle of this new journey. If you listened to the episode a couple weeks ago, Casey and I are currently doing 75 hard and you can definitely tune into that episode to hear my perspective on it and the perspective that I am taking versus what I thought 75 hard was uh, going to be about. Obviously I'm in the middle of it. So I'm beginning of it rather. Um, so I can't really reflect on the whole situation or the whole experience quite yet. Um, but I am in a different headspace than I was when 75 Hard first came about, which was 2019. So um, I believe that's when he um, when Andy Versella initially had started the program. So it's interesting for me to look back and see that the first time I talked about my fitness journey on my podcast was in 2019. So I was like, gosh, is this going to be redundant? And I just have, it's 2023. Like I have such a different perspective and outlook. However, I do want to reflect back on my journey and chat. So, um, thank you for being here as always. And if you did not hear last week's episode, I just want to give a little, um, I don't know if I would call it a full trigger warning. However, if you are somebody who has dealt with um, eating disorders or disordered eating, or if you really have struggled with body image insecurities, just know that I will be talking about all of that. I'm also going to be talking about intimacy in this episode. So if you have kiddos in the room and you don't feel comfortable with that, just kind of wanted to open up about that. You guys know I'm um, a huge part of this, of me starting a podcast was to be able to dive deeper into certain topics, uh, talk more, take down walls that I feel like like. like, um, are just, they're just up on social media, just full transparency. Walls are up. You can be real. You can try and be who you want to be, but, um, you know, you have to kind of, I actually was listening to a podcast this week that was talking about her love language is words of affirmation. And it's sad. She said she's almost had to release that a little bit because she's an influencer on social media and she's had to release her own love language, Uh, to a certain extent because she cannot allow the impact of, you know, these people who follow her, um, impact her everyday emotion right so if her if her love language is words of affirmation and she's getting either potential praise as well as potential negative feedback about something she is just sharing a part of her life she's had to kind of create a a boundary if you will or protect her her energy to a certain extent because that's so hard and i'm going to fully admit that you guys and i've opened up about it it is so hard when you wrap your value up in the opinions of others and if any of you guys listening which i'm assuming a lot of you guys are similar to me words of affirmation are important to us. I have an entire episode on validation versus support. Uh, you guys and I have a whole chapter on that in my book. Um, you know, the the steps that we take or we don't take because we are looking for that validation of others versus that support. So um, yeah, just kind of wanted to to touch on that. So I do take down walls in this podcast. Um, so let's dive into it. I'll give kind of a little rundown of my health and fitness um, past, but I wanted to, to kind of just, I don't know, take down a few more walls and, um, to, and to really dive into it a bit more with all of you. So I think probably similar to a lot of you, I became very aware of my body. Um, and I think my size at a young age, I was always super short. I was always kind of like that. Um, oh, you know, you'll grow out, grow out of your baby fat. Like, I feel like that term was just always used. And I I also want to say, I was talking to my mom the other day and she's like, did we mess you guys up? Like she was so concerned that blame was being placed on, onto her. But I really think a lot of issues, at least for me, um, maybe stemmed from in the house. I mean, I know that for a fact, actually I've, um, I'll dive into that, but, um, it wasn't like, I don't have my parents to blame. I think that they also have, you know, it's generational. I think that there's a lot that's been passed down from generations. Our parents had magazines constantly to look at. We, our generation, you know, we had magazines and TV shows and America's Next Top Model and, you know, all these things that I think just um, put images into our head. But for me, I remember very, very distinctly, I definitely developed before a lot of my friends. So in middle school, I had a, I, I had boobs, I developed faster, but I was also this like short little girl. I didn't really, um, I don't think I was ever hyper aware of like curves if you will. But I think all of us know, uh, there's even like seasons to that or trends to that. Right. It's like when we were in high school and college, or at least for me, I'm, I'm 33 high school and college was like, be the little lean bean you can like it wasn't about curves it was be as tiny as possible and I think now more so over the last five to ten years it's definitely been um emphasis on curves and um I don't necessarily have curves but I am also a woman and now that I've delivered a baby I have I was putting on jeans today and I was like oh these don't fit anymore. And it's not because of my size. It's literally because of my, like my structure has changed. My feet are even, I think a size bigger. And I told Casey, I was like, I need new shoes. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, my my toes are legitimately touching the top of my shoes, like the tips of my shoes. So Our bodies change and that is normal, but I became very hyper aware of some of these changes happening, um, at a young age, you know, I, and it wasn't because I was needing a bra or things like that. It was brought to my attention by other girls that I went to school with. I remember being in the locker room and people pointing out that like I had to change into a sports bra for PE or, um, I remember very well this one girl telling me that the only reason why this guy that I had a huge crush on, the only reason why he was paying any attention to me was because I had boobs. So I feel like that might be normal. Some of you listening are like, yeah, that happens. Like that's middle school, whatever. But I think we all have these little nuggets that we hold on to and we don't realize that um, they may be um, encourage this hyper awareness that we have about our body and about our size. And I talked about it in my book. Um, you know, I remember getting, I, I never, I was very uncomfortable in my skin. We live on a lake. Um, I would never being in middle school, ever started getting like the bi- the bikinis. And I always wanted the tankinis cause I wanted to feel like I was, you know, transitioning from a one piece but I also did not feel comfortable in my skin. I um, and my skin being I always valued size and image and everything on somebody's stomach. It was like oh my gosh they have a flat stomach. That was what I looked at. That was what I hyper focused on. That is still an insecurity of mine is my stomach. I am loving a high-waisted pant. I hope the low rise never comes back but these are the things that I remember and I also remember that back then all these little swimsuits had like the boob cups in them and I hated it because I already had boobs so I was like oh this is gonna draw more attention to my boobs and I was not somebody that wanted any attention drawn to my body because I was very very uncomfortable in my skin I did not like that I was developing before people um I did not like that others thought that that's why I was getting like male attention um and I was also at this place where I had crushes on boys but like I had no desire to like I was just very uncomfortable in who I was. I think that's normal. It's middle school. I had like the crazy hair. We didn't have straighteners back then. All of a sudden the white Revlon, you guys remember the white Revlon straightener? Like that came in at Target. It was time to start frying our hair. Oh, just such a time. So image was big for me. Image was something that I feel like, again, normal at that age. But I started to hold my value in my, my image and my image to me was reflected in my size. And with living on a lake, with living in a town that is, summers very much based around water. Um, I think I, I'm very close to my mom. So I started sharing that I was struggling in my skin and that was when I learned about the 1200 calories. So the 1200 calorie diet became, um, kind of a constant in my life at a young age. I'd probably say middle school was the first time I did a 1200 calorie diet. So I always was, um, from as long as I can remember, honestly, flipping over the back of packages to read the calories that I'd never looked at any other number. It was just the calories. So I swear I knew the calories of everything. Like I remember being in high school and I would be away at a snow ski race, like literally a competitive race. I competed in the junior Olympics. So we were at, you know, a pretty high level of skiing. You need energy to feel your body. You need energy to take care of yourself and to push through a race, to push through training. Yet here I am having a play you know, sugar-free yogurt with a Nature Valley bar. And I knew exactly that that was going to be 280 calories in that like little meal. And the fact that I even have that number memorized is just crazy. But I knew everything down to, down to just the exact numerical value of it. So I did the 1200 calorie diet nonstop throughout the year for probably 10 years. Like, okay, summer's coming. Okay. A dance is coming. I just held all of my value in my size. And I remember getting anxiety around summer or dances because you'd go dress shopping, right? This is an exciting time. You get to go dress shopping and pick out something beautiful. But I think it's common and normal for a lot of us to, um, probably not feel comfortable in our skin, going through puberty, adolescence, but to hold value in who we are as human beings. And I'm sure a lot of you can resonate. And sadly, this has, um, continued throughout my adult life. Um, I did every diet under the sun. I did, you know, Nutrisystem. I did Weight Watchers. I did 21 day fix. I did, and nothing against these. It was just how, how, what, and how can I, what can I do and how can, what can I do to achieve the smallest image that I'm trying to achieve? And how do I, how can I do it? If that makes sense. And I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't educated on it. So these programs really helped me because they did it for me, if that makes sense. But the why behind all of it was not healthy. I just really wanted to be the smallest size of myself and something I'm still exploring and I'm still learning and, um, figuring out. Um, I, I eventually in high school, so I ended up, um, actually end of middle school, ended up dating the same guy for 10 years. And this is nothing against, against him. Uh, before I dive into this next part, um, uh, it's hard for me to talk about. It was a really, like really, really important relationship in my life. Um, it did not end, the way I ever thought our relationship would end that is a different podcast um but and I also obviously want to respect his his privacy and and his uh journey but um we were young and we were young and in love and excited and whatever um but we definitely we explored intimacy young and um I've always been a relationship person I've I've always like been in a relationship if I've been intimate with somebody for the most part um but Um, we explored intimacy young and I will say I was comfortable with him but I was never comfortable with myself and I think that I unknowingly attached like my comfort with intimacy to um, my size like validation of who I was came through intimacy and being wanted so um i don't think i I recognize this honestly until very very recently and i think it's because i am now in um Postpartum, I think for any of you guys listening, if you are, anybody who's had a kiddo, obviously we are postpartum forever. But I think postpartum is a very sensitive time. It's a very sensitive time of life. You feel unstable at times. Your hormones are all over the place. You're reconnecting with who you are, yet you're going through a big transition. And I opened up on my postpartum podcast that, you know, A lot of mine and Casey's intimate moments can sometimes be interrupted by my lack of confidence in myself or, um, being comfortable in my skin. And I think that, I think that's normal, especially, I don't know about you guys. If you are postpartum, your body's foreign, right? There's so so many foreign things, the loose skin, the boobs, the milk spilling out The oh my gosh, it's all just foreign. And it's a season, right? It's a season. It's a period of time. Um, but with trying to reconnect maybe to your husband or significant other, um, I think that we sometimes can then all of a sudden fall back onto that, like, oh, I'm not comfortable with my skin, or I'm not comfortable with who I am, or I'm not comfortable with my size. And I opened up about that on 75 Heart. A big reason why I wanted to start this this challenge was to start feeling comfortable in my in my skin again. But you guys, I'm approaching it from an entirely different perspective. And it is so incredible. I feel like, so going back to, you know, being validated through intimacy and being wanted, I think that at a young age, you know, we want to be desired and don't get me wrong. I want Casey to desire me. I want him to, um, you know, I think that's normal to want to be desired, but I shouldn't hold my value in those moments of being desired or in those moments of, um, uh, I don't know, being intimate. I, there's so much more to, to us than our size and our shape. And I think that that is where my disconnect came in. And that is what I'm learning now. Uh, I think that's what in 2019, I didn't really know at the time. I didn't realize that my mental or my health, like I still associated health with size and shape and weight, the scale. Whereas now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm now just figuring out that there's a mental, emotional, and spiritual side to things. And I know I've been talking about that for the last year in terms of like attaching those things, like mental, emotional, especially if you guys have been in my Facebook group, which I know has been um, kind of not active lately. And that's because I'm on this new journey so that I can help others in a better way, if that makes sense. I have not taken time for me to grow. And that's kind of why I wanted to re-record this podcast because I need to self-reflect on my journey and where I've been and where am I now and where am I trying to go something that I have found to be so profound and again I just kind of made this connection recently um my journey up until sadly probably this past year, um, maybe not so much in my postpartum with, with Kaden. I definitely, I feel like maybe up until pregnancy, um, my journey has been very fear-based. It's been out of like a lacking energy, if that makes sense. So nothing that I did came from a place of love for myself. So I didn't do anything because I loved myself. I didn't move my body because, um, I, I, I loved myself. I moved my body because I, I, don't want to use the word hate cuz that's so strong but I just I just liked my body. I wasn't comfortable with my skin. I moved to to, um, try and strive for this place that I thought would be fulfilling because I would be a smaller version of myself. So it was always from a fear place. If I don't, oh my gosh, if I overeat here, then I'm not going to be able to achieve this. Oh my gosh, if I miss my workout, I'm not going to be able to, to, uh, achieve my goal. Everything came from a, a fear-based feeling. And I think it's only been recently, like very recently that I'm approaching things from a place of, of love. I, which again might sound a little like, I don't know, woo woo, but I'm really leaning into like my, my personal goal for 2023. I actually was talking to Casey about this last night. We were in the bathroom and just getting ready for bed. And we have bathroom chats now because we can't talk in our bedroom because we'll wait Conley. So like, I've, it's so funny. He'll like sit on the tub as I'm just like unloading for the day. I'm like, okay, so I haven't got all my words out yet. So let me chat. But I was telling him last night, I was like, gosh, you know, I feel like I need 2023 to be about love and abundance and joy and happiness. And I want to go into things with, um, striving for abundance, right? And I I think I'm starting to feel these things and maybe make these emotional connections because I am moving again. I quite literally, you guys, took probably 6 months off from movement. My last 3 months of my pregnancy were extremely hard on me. Um my body like just everything hurt and I was constant at the chiropractor and I just got very stagnant and so I think I was just like pent up energy like my anxiety like just nothing was being released and then the first three months with conley i just could not figure a rhythm out with the both both boys and um just wasn't in a mental headspace uh I don't know to to come from a place of love if that makes sense and it's so funny because i feel like you know when god just sends you these these like messages and i have not listened to podcasts in forever and i've been leaning into them again and it was so crazy because i was listening to this podcast the other day i was out on a walk and she was just like does anybody kind of feel like your pent-up energy is like finally starting to come out and she was like well she's like it's the new year a lot of us are moving again setting you know workout goals and emotion like the word emotion is quite literally translated as energy in motion so I think I'm feeling a lot of things again because I'm finally moving and I'm in this sensitive time right I'm in this sensitive time of life being postpartum so my hormones are all over the place I think my emotions are a little bit malleable if that makes sense like nothing is completely concrete because postpartum for me, at least it's not this like, Oh yeah, I've been here before. I know what I'm doing. It's more of, Oh my gosh, what the heck is happening today? Like one second, I'm crying one second, I'm laughing. So like my emotions are very malleable. They're very just like, okay, (laughs) are we going to find stability at any moment? Um, and so I think with that, it is allowing me to, um, maybe, experience more emotions and so I am connect or I'm I am putting forth the energy to connect with them more so if I'm feeling joy at one part of the day I'm trying to recognize it but at the end of the day if I'm feeling absolutely drained and really anxious I'm trying to recognize that and figure out why because if I'm trying to approach 2023 with this feeling of joy and happiness and love and abundance I also have to recognize when I have feelings of anger or sadness or anxiety or uncertainty you can't really have one without the other in my opinion because then you don't recognize them right i feel like if we if we don't recognize fear then we might not recognize love like you have to have one to be able to experience the other and what is that saying in life like without the bad days you wouldn't know the good i don't know the exact um i don't know the exact quote but i think it is so important for us to recognize our emotions when we're having them because it can allow us to actually experience the opposite which hopefully is the positive so that is i think what is going on with me at the moment and it just made me recognize how much my past health and fitness journey has been fear based it has quite literally come from a place of wanting to uh, yeah, wanting to be a certain size, but wanting to be loved. Like I, I never looked at it from a place of loving myself. It was wanting to be loved by somebody else. And I think I held that in, um, the value of being desired by somebody else, which sometimes can lean into intimacy. Like, is this person desiring me? Is this person wanting to be intimate with me? And then from there, it kind of just becomes this, when you actually get into that intimate moment and even if you're the smallest version of yourself, if any of you guys listening and you have been the smallest version of yourself, or you're starting to feel good in your skin, sometimes in those intimate moments, it's still this weird disconnect. I saw this TikTok the other day and it was hilarious because I connected with it and she was like dancing to this song and it was, you know, words on the screen. Like she was talking to her husband and she's like, yeah, I know that you've seen me deliver three babies, but like, we're still going to have sex with the lights off. And it was the, like the upbeat music. And it was, her dancing and it was quite, it was very funny, but I was also like, oh my gosh, that, that is so me. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, is that because I'm just like not comfortable? And I'm still, you guys, I'm on this journey. I'm not saying I figured it out, but I have figured out that I've never been on a health and wellness journey. I've never been on a, um, following a workout program to like while loving myself, if that makes sense. It's always been like, oh, at the end of this, I will love myself. Oh, at the end of this, I will be able to feel comfortable in my skin. Oh, at the end of this, maybe I will initiate sex or an intimate moment. Like that's kind of always been where my, um, my journey has stemmed from. Um, so I feel like, uh, I just wanted to open up about this stuff because it's easy for me to list off what my, health and fitness journey has been. I could literally go and if that's something you guys are interested in, I can re-record that as well in terms of, oh, I did, you know, this diet and then this diet and then this workout program, this workout program, um, you know, competed during these years. Like that is my quote unquote fitness journey, absolutely. And that's probably what 2019's recording is mostly about. Again, I didn't want to listen to it before recordings. I didn't want it to influence any of the things I want to talk about today. But looking back, um, you know, and even me being a coach, it's something that I think that I never took the time to dig in with my clients and, and my community to really get to the bottom of, you know, why are you reaching out? Why are we making a change? Yes, you want to lose weight. But this book that I just read, you know, she talks about the five whys or she calls it the fifth why. So when you ask yourself, you know, why do you want to lose weight? Ask yourself five times. So maybe it's, Um, I want to lose weight because I want to feel better in my skin. Okay. Why? I want to feel better in my skin because I want to feel, um, you know, more comfortable during intimacy. Okay. Why? And literally you, you ask yourself five why's and typically by the fifth why you will actually get to that root reason, that actual real why. And I found that to be so impactful because it can really happen. It can work with any aspect of life, right? Like why do you want to change your job? Why do you want to break up with this person? Why do you want to take the next step with this person? You can ask yourself why all the time, but what's your fifth why? And I think in order to be a person of value, a coach of value, um, a friend, uh, for me, it's, I, I don't like calling myself a quote unquote influencer, but for me to be able to, help or encourage or inspire or influence somebody, I feel like I need to take that time to ask my, on my journey, my fifth why. And I don't think I've done that in a really long time. And looking back again, hindsight's 2020, but now that I'm in this different place, like and being doing 75 hard right now, you guys, it's so interesting today, for instance, last night when we were, you know, finishing up a workout and I was like, Oh gosh, I'm so excited to train legs tomorrow. And I woke up today and I'm not sore, but my body, it like it's weird i feel like i am holding on to i woke up anxious and i was like oh i i feel anxious today like i feel my my body kind of hurts and i hold stress in like my hips and my neck and i woke up just feeling that way and i all of a sudden got anxiety cuz i was like i like even more anxiety i was like oh gosh you know um okay i'm training legs today and anyways nothing felt good and finally i was like carly who's telling you, you have to train legs today. Like quite literally, yes. Is that on the program? Yeah. But I can switch things up. So instead, like I went for this awesome walk this morning outside without the kiddos. I took Chevy with me, which if you guys know, I am working so hard on reconnecting with the pups and it's just been so nice to get them out more, um, and have like great behavior as opposed to them like destroying the house because we haven't been taking our time with them. And I got back and I just felt so much better and recognized that like the walk came from a place of love, not of punishment. I wasn't working off anything I ate. I wasn't trying to set myself up for a meal that I want to eat later or whatever it is. It was genuinely just like, oh, it feels so good to be outside and go for a walk. And I was like, you know what? I wanna, I need to do like an intense yoga or an intense stretch because I need to release something. And it was such a freeing feeling to know that I'm not giving up on my plan or my challenge. I'm not giving up on myself. I'm simply adapting based off of how I feel. And again, it's not to take the easier route because (laughs) if you've done like a stretching workout or a yoga workout, oh my gosh, I feel like there's so much harder for me than an actual lift. But it was just such a like incredible moment to be just to be able to say like, oh, I I don't want to like that today is not that will leave me more frustrated if that makes sense. Like my body is not in a place to lift today. So let's honor what it needs and then re- reassess tomorrow. And I think that's something that um is a really big thing to be said and that's something that I think as a coach also um to have that uh tough love, right? Sometimes I know I have my girls at least from the past, you know, it's like oh, well, I I did this. And like, you can keep making excuses as why you didn't do that leg workout or why you didn't get to the gym. But I think there's a difference between honoring what your body is telling you versus making excuses as to why you're not doing your workout. So that's where I'm at where I'm like, oh, I've never been here before. Like I've never adapted my program based off of how I feel. It's maybe like, oh, am I going to do a lift or am I going to do a hit? But it's always come from a place of wanting to change my body, and I think there's nothing wrong with wanting to improve ourselves or make a change at all. But again... We can't wait for that day that it's, that it's here, which we talked about last week, right? With, um, you know, waiting for certain moments. I want to enjoy this journey. I do not want to hate my body through the process. I do not want to, um, be discouraged because of the loose skin or the cellulite or the parts of my body that have changed through pregnancy and postpartum. I do not want to wait to experience abundance and happiness and joy because, I don't know when that is going to be achieved. And I also know that you can keep building on it, right? You can keep pushing and showing up. And Casey even talked about this summer, how he's like, gosh, I'm so excited for those beautiful mornings to take the dogs on walks. Yet he's still getting up every single morning and taking the dogs on walks. He's not waiting for that daylight, right? But he's looking forward to maybe a moment that might be of fuller... Of more joy (laughs) of not rainy mornings but it's just something that i feel like is so unique to maybe analyze and reflect on your personal journey are you coming from a fear-based energy or are you approaching it from the perspective of love are you wanting to show up and move because you love yourself because you love yourself enough to make those changes right Again, change is not bad. Wanting to change our body is not bad. But I think a lot of us, I think a lot of us listening and, you know, you guys in my community, we're very similar. And I think we've had seasons of life where we do things out of, again, I don't like the word hate, but maybe out of hate for our bodies or hate for how we feel in our skin or how we approach others in our life because we are not comfortable in our skin. And I have been in all of those places. And I think, again, going back to what I was mentioning I held a lot of value in um, being desired. Uh, You guys, if you've listened for a long time, I literally started my whole like quote unquote Instagram fitness journey based off of a challenge and on the goal sheet, you had to fill out goals. I literally wrote down, I want my boyfriend to find me attractive like that. And my boyfriend was Casey, like we were living in Japan, but that was what I wrote down was I want my boyfriend to find me attractive. And I also wrote down that I wanted to be able to run in a sports bra because I didn't want my stomach to jiggle. So, again, those, I don't want to say those can't be your reasons, but like the fact that I was putting my own value in Casey finding me attractive when I know he found me attractive. I was just in this place of so sad to think like I held no love for myself. Like I literally thought that little of myself that the person I was in love with didn't wouldn't love me because of my size um or because of my shape or anything like that at that time in my life i was not showing up for myself so i will say that nothing in my life was being approached with love nothing in my life was being approached with joy or happiness i had a very um it was a very rough time in my like personal life i was in a really weird place but again once i started moving once we started working out again and i I did this whole like 16 week challenge again emotions are energy in motion i finally started to be able to attach i was able to attach certain emotions and feelings to experiences and i was able to start i was able to kind of um differentiate between emotions I was feeling. And I think a lot of that is because I was moving again. Emotion is energy in motion. And so if you, I'm sure a lot of you, right? If you're feeling stagnant and you're stuck in the house with your kiddos and they're just running around all day long. And then maybe at some moment you get out of the house, maybe it's even grocery shopping. Maybe it is to get out and take your dog for a walk. You're moving now. You're able to kind of maybe process some of these emotions you're feeling because energy in motion, that is emotion. And so I think I'm in this place where I haven't moved in six months and I'm finally moving and it, it's releasing a lot of emotions and it's releasing a lot of feelings. Um, and I want to approach things from love. I don't want to approach things from fear and, um, disliking my body or who I am because of my size. So a little bit of a different, um, approach, I guess, from, where a health and fitness chat might come from. Um, but if you are somebody, you guys, I just to, like a quick overview, you guys, I like I said, I did everything. I did the 1200 calorie diet, I did every type of thing you can imagine, like dietary, but then um, sadly, like. I mean, things with food that I would do, I definitely had disordered eating. Um, It's sad to look back to think on some of the things that I did. And again, I don't want to dive into it too, too much. I'm willing to chat with anybody. Um, You know, if you ever reach out, I would love to chat. I'm not like certified in any uh, way to like help you. But um, you guys, I used to have like literal dreams that I ate something that I wasn't supposed to. Like it was against my goal. And I would wake up in a panic, like an absolute panic panic, but I would go to bed with these, like, I don't know, like, oh, I did well today. I I under ate this amount and I would fall asleep and dream about something. And I'd wake up in a panic thinking that I actually ate something I wasn't supposed to. And I don't know. It's just, and again, I think it just came from that place of fear. Everything was a fear energy. And it was thinking that I wasn't going to be able to, um, get, what I wanted out of a relationship. I wasn't going to be able to ever be loved by somebody else in a certain way. And I'm sure like from a therapy perspective, it probably does stem somewhere from childhood. Um, I haven't figured that out yet uh, entirely, even through my, my journey with uh, my therapist before we got married, I was in therapy for eight months. Um, so I'm still working on that. But as you guys know, this is a podcast about a journey and we're on that journey together. So as I learn more about myself and as I learn more about even little things like that, like, um, you know, fear-based energies versus a love energy, like, how are you approaching your day? Cause you guys all know anxiety has been overtaking me. And so I'm working on that. It's definitely been this postpartum has been really hard on my anxiety. Um, I feel like I had more of like a depression based feeling with Caden and this time around it's been anxiety. Um, but I love you all. I hope that you enjoy hearing a little more of like the mental emotional side of the journey and where I'm at. Um and again, I feel like this is going to be a continued chat to be had. So I'll always let you know when I'm gonna be talking about it in case it's something you are interested or you are not. But again, just kind of feeding off of um being in the new year and a lot of people wanting to continue forward let this be your push to keep going forward but maybe change your mindset maybe switch to i'm doing this because i love myself as opposed to i'm doing this so that one day i love myself when i'm a certain size um i think maybe that'll help a lot of us push past that first month new year's goal uh, let's actually get to the end of the year with continuing to push forward and doing it for ourselves. um but anyways I love you all. I know that there's like, I can literally talk forever. I have so many notes to talk on this topic, but maybe it is, maybe this is something that we chat about, um, on a zoom call. Cause I am going to figure that out. and We're going to make that happen. Uh, but I think it'd be a great one from a conversation based perspective. So love you all make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you as well as my editor and producer Michael for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carlyandell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.